Kunzi Benechurena Kota Hai Kuzulunga No. But listen, this is Rich coming from a man whose team actually drew with a uh, with a team whose goalkeeper scored a goal, and then. <laughs> A newly promoted team languishing at the bottom of the table. Are you kidding me? But anyway, I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. I don't think any of us can actually be proud at this moment. Yeah. Just, hence, just hence, just I don't understand what it is that you have to be gloating about this morning. <laughs> but uh, the EU and Asian markets retreating. Uh, they reacting to the aftermath of Matteo Renzi's uh, resignation. It's been a very interesting one, Sakina. It's a continuation of realizing how far right people are willing to go, especially in the Europe, in the Eurozone. And we saw this with the Brexit. We saw it again in the, in the West with, uh, with Donald Trump's presidency. Um, and now we're seeing it again in Italy with the referendum that could have potentially maybe uh, changed things. And by the way, what worries me, Sakina, is that we still have uh, the French elections coming up as well. Uh, we also are looking at the Turkish uh, 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 situation as well. We want to see if that's also going to maybe spur things out of control as well. It, it, it is a most interesting time to live uh, in this particular time of the, uh, uh, in our lifetime at least, Akira, uh, to be realizing all these things. Anyway, uh, the Europe dropped another uh, 29 basis points uh, following those news that came out of uh, Prime Minister Matteo Renzi's uh, resignation there uh, after losing his uh, uh, constitutional reforms um, at the referendum there, as well as the Asian shares were, were all in negative territory, Sakina, with uh, Austria's, Australia's ASX 200 down by nearly 1%, uh, and declines were kept uh, by its utility sub-index as well. Elsewhere, we would have seen the New Zealand um, uh, and the X50 as well that fell by more than half a percent. So that is quite a, a concern as well uh, on that front as well, Sakina. But there was something else that was quite interesting I was looking at there, and how Okay, Clive, uh, just, just, you know, remain in one spot, uh, try and turn around, because we're losing the signal. Is that better? Much better. Okay, you know, uh, Donald Trump was giving, obviously, direction with regards to what he's going to be doing um, uh, with the Taiwan uh, uh, prime minister. But nonetheless, the Chinese didn't welcome that. And so that sort of also uh, spawned things out of control a little bit um, <laughs> in terms of him. And some people are saying it's a, it's a very amateur move for him to make. Nonetheless, uh, Asian markets, Akina, the ASX, uh, the MSCI, actually, MSCI Asia Pacific, uh, down overall by uh, 45 basis points. So all these news, not necessarily doing a positive uh, for the Asian markets. And then, of course, uh, third quarter results expected uh, this week. What can we look forward to there? Uh, a number of things, obviously, that we can look forward to this week. Sakina, one of those important things that we're looking at as well, uh, which is quite important, uh, uh, is the, uh, the uh, ECB's decision, uh, the, the European Central Bank, 
and what they're going to do. I don't know if the, the referendum results uh, will ask them to take a different stance, because obviously now the question is, will they raise interest rates or not? Um, unfortunately, the stimulus has to continue. Um, and, but now, with, with some countries uh, already showing that they're not interested in, in the referendums, and they're not interested in parts of the EU, uh, it's serious, it's seriously raised some concerns, Akina. So we wait with better breath to see what's going to happen there. But also, on the domestic front, uh, we're looking forward to hearing uh, about the third quarter GDP numbers. Are you excited about that? Should I be? I think, I think you know, a lot of economists are telling me that uh, we might see a less than 1% growth. Remember, mm-hmm. in the second quarter... In the second quarter, we had a 3.3% uh, surge, which was quite exciting, wasn't it? Um, and then I'm worried about two things. I saw the unemployment rate, uh, unemployment numbers. Obviously, they went up by 27.1%. And then also we've seen the decline slightly of the, of the RAN against the U.S. dollar in recent months. So my concern is uh, that might be the reason why we might see a slightly softer uh, growth than what we had anticipated. So I'm expecting us to grow at, uh, at I'm, I'm being optimistic here, Sakina, no? please, yeah? Okay, so I'm, I'm going with, I'm going with 1.1%, 1.1% growth. That's what I'm expecting. Oh, well, I, I'm going to just sit here on the sidelines and watch all of this unfold. But uh, <laughs> it's not all bad news. There is some relief, relief at the pumps for South Africans as the petrol price is set to decrease this week. I'm very, very excited about that. I'm sure a lot of people will be very much excited. By the way, Sakina, I forgot to welcome you officially. Get in some boss. And so uh, we are going to be spending money. <laughs> so uh, the price of petrol on the 7th of December, Sakina, will decrease by 1.5%. And so will the price of diesel by 2.1% as well. Everybody will be excited to see that. Obviously, this is thanks to the strength of the brand and also the depreciating price of oil. And by the way, just after that meeting last week when they said OPEC is going to cut even further the productivity, um, the production levels, um, uh, we saw the oil price actually surge a little bit higher. But it seems like the American companies have them uh, 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 by the threat, So the, the shale gas people, alternative energy, and remember, America's got a lot of stockpiles. So they don't mind if the price continues to depreciate uh, because they, they can handle the, the weight. The thing is, again, that reality, and this is very sad, uh, in countries like, uh, I've got a few friends who are working in Dubai and the United Emirates as well, in that area, the sense of depreciation of the oil price, and people don't realize this, people are having a really difficult time to, to, to live there. Um, um, it's tough to even do shopping. Uh, people's lives have been changed quite considerably. Uh, people's jobs have been lost because the sheikhs can't afford to pay people anymore. Um, so we're not seeing the reality of what's actually taking place at the, at the ground level, and it's affecting even South Africans who have decided to work in, the, in places such as Dubai as well. Some of them actually, I spoke to one of them who's in the auto automotive industry, and he's, he's planning to come back early next year because he says he cannot live with that economic structure as it is currently. So very sad, but nonetheless, we welcome the news of the petrol price cut because, uh, uh, as I said, it is a um,